You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Nam, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit JcastNetwork.org. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this, uh, again, we're going to be continuing on with the Tomer Devorah, uh, Chapter 5, Moses Cordovero's uh, work of uh, uh, linking... Kabbalistic theology to ethics. Um, I want also, uh, I didn't realize until it was announced this morning, but I think it's uh, to echo what Rabbi Charlstein said, I'd like to devote our learning this morning, to dedicate our learning this morning to the memory of uh, Rabbi Efri Spector, um, who, in addition to being um, a beloved uh, rabbi of this congregation, uh, was also, for a brief period of time, my rabbi in Atlanta. Um, my, my synagogue in Atlanta, Havadachim, um, went through a, uh, a very difficult uh, period of transition uh, after the uh, retirement of our longtime senior rabbi, uh, Arnold Goodman. This was back in 1999 or 2000. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and we had a difficult time uh, finding a, uh, a new senior rabbi that could fill his shoes. Uh, and so uh, we, uh, in, our synagogue engaged a, uh, an interim rabbi during that time, uh, and uh, uh, as happens when uh, synagogues engage interim rabbis during periods of transition, uh, the uh, rabbinical assembly uh, connected us with um, a, a, a superstar rabbi who could um, not only you know, enlighten us with, with, with teaching in Torah, uh, but uh, help shepherd the congregation through a difficult time. And Rabbi Spector was who they uh, thankfully sent us. Um, he was retired already at that point, so he came. He was like Michael Jordan. He came out of retirement to, uh, to, uh, to lead us to championship. Uh, and, uh, and he was really just universally beloved by everyone in the community, everyone there still talks about him um, in the in the same kind of manner that people here talk about him, um, with just uh, just you know uh, it's hard to it's hard to talk about Rabbi Spector without uh, having a smile on your face um, about him. What a what a gentle uh, and kind man he was, and uh, what uh, what incredible and deep Torah he brought. So I'd like to to dedicate our learning today to his memory. May his uh, memory always be a blessing. So we're in the section of the Tomer Devorah where it's talking about <clears throat> God's kindness or God's love, which is uh, one of the sen- middle spherot. The middle spherots are, um, on, uh, as it were, the right side, love, the left side, justice, and the center, beauty, chesed, gvura, and tiferet. And so we're talking about chesed now. The next thing we'll talk about, I assume, will be gvura, will be God's power or justice, and then tiferet, which is meant to be like a harmonization or, or, uh, or a synthesis of both of those things. And it seems, uh, on some level, kind of uh, obvious what the translation in the realm of human ethics would be for God's uh, chesed. We have a whole category of behavior in, in uh, Jewish law called gemilut uh, chasadim, which are acts of kindness, acts of love. It includes things um, like uh, visiting the sick, uh, um, uh, helping to prepare the uh, uh, the dead for burial. It's actually called uh, Chesed Shel Emet. 
is a true kindness, true love, um, and all sorts of things. So they, on some level, gemilu chasadim, acts of love are a, a very uh, well-known category of human behavior that, uh, that almost, it seems, don't need repeating, which is perhaps why the, to- uh, the Tomer Devorah doesn't dwell on those dimensions of human activity, but dwells instead on uh, the ways in which humans can demonstrate their love for God. Right? So not necessarily how we can demonstrate our, our love or kindness for each other. Those, I think, he avoids because they're, they're obvious. Um, they may need repeating because we don't tend to do them very often, um, or as often as perhaps we should, but, uh, but nevertheless, for some reason that, that I can't quite put my finger on, he, he doesn't go that direction. He goes the direction of, of how to um, show one's love for God in the manner that God shows God's love for us. And the, um, the, the first uh, example of this, which, uh, which I'm going to kind of gloss over because, um, I, you know, it's... Uh, um, it's it's very um, uh, esoteric in its uh, in in what it's communicating, but is uh, he relates this all to kind of stages of human life? But they're not really talking about human life; they're talking about uh, the the um, the manner a manner of relating to uh, to God metaphorized by human life. So the first one was talking about um, infancy. Um, a, a newborn and, and treating God the way you would a newborn with uh, with compassion and and love and and feeding it and, and all that feeding it here means um, um, you know sort of uh, uh, giving giving God what God needs in the sense uh, performing uh, acts of goodness the second thing and I'm on page uh, uh, 93 here um, although uh, I just realized that I that I don't have all the English so we'll just have to kind of uh, do our best. Um, 93 in the English, kuf lamid vav in the Hebrew. Shnia lamul etavlad. So the second thing is to circumcise the child. Right? But again, it's not talking about circumcision, physical circumcision here. It's talking about metaphorical circumcision. Um, it, interestingly, um, it, that, uh, that, that it seems that uh, Cordovero would categorize uh, circumcision, even physical circumcision, as an act of loving kindness, um, an act of loving kindness to the child, an act of loving kindness to God. But in any event, this is, I think, metaphorical circumcision here. So to circumcise the child, Hainu la'asot ketikuno u'mitzvotav shekol ezet sad klipav or la hametupelat el yesod yamulotav. Okay, that is to say, to to do everything according to its uh, established. Uh, established manner and according to its law, that if there's any dimension of 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 of, of a husk, uh, klipa is the, this mystical term for um, the the uh, those those things that block us from being able to do good in the world. Right. So our our. Um, are the yitzara can be conflated sometimes with the klipot, the, these these husks, uh, sort of our, our, our stubbornness, our um, you know in pharaoh terms, you know our hard our hard heartedness, um, our 
um, our jealousy, our, you know, all these sort of things, and things that keep us from doing the good. The orla, um, the foreskin, right, which is another um, way of, uh, of, of metaphorically talking about the things that, that block us, the things that encase us um, and, and keep us from being sensitive. Right? So in the Torah, uh, uh, several times, it talks about umaltimate orlat levavchem. You should uh, circumcise the foreskin of your hearts, right? which uh, which I think really means to say you should not block yourself off from your own sensitivities. Right? So um, to 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 it's always be a bleeding heart, right? to be someone who 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 actually doesn't um, have a barrier to emotion. And, and in that sense, a bit, usually it's used in the context of relationship to God, right? So don't block yourself off from a relationship with God, right? So that so he's saying here any uh, that any dimension of, of a husk or foreskin, metaphorically, um, that uh, that blocks you from yisod from the from the dimension of divinity that is the implantation of divinity in the world. So saying anything that so circumcising the child means to take away that which prevents us from bringing godliness into the world. Yamulotah, cut it away. V'yirdov achar kol otam hagormim shem orla v'yachzirem bichuva, and also chase after everyone, pursue everyone who, um, who, 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 everyone else who is drawn according to their uh, their their foreskin, metaphorically, everyone who is possessed by their by their blockages, and try to help bring them back in chuva. Right, so it's not enough that you cut away that which prevents you from, from Im- implementing godliness in the world, but you also have a responsibility to help others do the same. Okay, in, the, in the manner that, um, that, that when you circumcise the, the, the foreskin of their hearts, right? These are other people. You, um, you, you enable the, the supernal righteous being, right? Meaning the, the, the complete Godhead to not have any blockages, uh, himself. And then, um, he can stand in strength to repair all the things that, uh, that lead to those blockages, right? In other words, if you cut away, right, remove that which prevents you from implementing godliness in the world, and you lead others to cut away that which prevents them from implementing godliness in the world, right, then there can be a complete connection between God and the world so, so that those blockages no longer exist for anybody. Right? The, the barrier that separates God from the world can be totally removed when we remove that barrier from ourselves. Vilaze Pinchas, Shemal Orlat Bnei Yisrael Zachat Kehuna. Right now he's bringing a, uh, a, 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 an example from 
the Torah, if you remember the story from the book of Numbers of Pinchas, the grandson of Aaron the priest, who uh, in seeing uh, the, the, the people of Israel engaged in uh, sort of a, a lewd, idolatrous behavior, uh, in in uh, in 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 holy space, uh, takes uh, takes a spear and uh, impales uh, one of the leaders of the uh, sinful behavior, and it seems it, it's a troubling story in the Torah on, on some levels. He's not looking at it. Uh, he's not you know questioning the morality of the story here. Um, he's I think talking about the the story. Um, what it seems like on the shot level, on the basic meaning, the contextual meaning of the story, which is that Pinchas does this act. It's what God had commanded to happen in the first place, but wasn't being carried out by Moses. Pinchas fills the leadership void, um, filling out his duties as a guardian of the temple, and is rewarded by God, it seems, by, for, by uh, uh, the priesthood, Brit Kuhunat Olam. He gets a, the eternal uh, priesthood, covenant of priesthood uh, for him. Right. Now, there are all sorts of ways of interpreting the story in, in other ways, not necessarily vindicating what Pinchas does, but it seems if you look at the story contextually, it very much vindicates what Pinchas does. So he's reading it in the contextual sense, and that's why he's saying Pinchas, when he cut away the foreskin of the children of Israel, he merited the, the priesthood. Because he did an act of kindness to his creator in the, in the manner of the secret of, uh, of, of this metaphorical circumcision. Right? He, he literally cut away a barrier to, uh, to worshiping God. Because he, he, he removed the ability, he removed from the ability to implant divinity into the world a barrier, zacha el hachesed, and so therefore he merited that kind of kindness from God. So there's a reciprocity that he's suggesting here that when we cut away our own barriers, God's barriers get cut away, and and we enable divine love, divine kindness to to flow onto us. V'chen mizeh yilmod el kol shar chesed, and so this teaches about all the other uh, virtues of kindness. So the, the ultimate message here is that we have all sorts of things that impede us from bringing God into the world. Right? And so he's, I think, reiterating one of the message, uh, especially the book of Deuteronomy. Right? Cut away the foreskin of your hearts. Cut away the thickness about your hearts. Take away that which prevents you from uh, doing holy work. Because when you do that, you can bring divinity in the world. And by doing that, you can also experience the, the, um, the divinity coming back to you. Okay, we'll, we'll stop there because of time and uh, uh, lack of proper pagination. And we'll continue uh, next week. Chodesh Tov.